Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of all more. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Richard Huffman, the founder and CEO of Celebrity School. Founded in 1994, Celebrity School is a leader in early childhood education that provides infant and toddler care, preschool, before and after, and summer camp programs. With the mission to grow people big and small, Celebrity School believes success in early childhood development is equal parts curriculum and connection. We're going to talk to Richard about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open. Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal. Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com. 
ownaritas.com. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs a one-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Richard Hoffman, the founder and CEO of Celebrity School. Founded in 1994, Celebrity School is a leader in early childhood education that provides infant and toddler care, preschool, before and after care, and summer camp programs. Hi, Richard. How are you? Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marty. Thanks for having me. Uh, this is my pleasure, Richard. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Richard? Uh, we are calling. I'm calling from Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, okay. Is it snowing there today because it's snowing here in Pennsylvania? <laughs> I think that's coming on. <laughs> I think that's coming on Wednesday, but we are. It is a okay. Little, uh, okay, a we're going to hear it on Wednesday as well. Okay, <laughs> you're not that far from where we are, so it's great. And it's great to have you on the show, Richard. Uh, Celebrate has yeah. has an amazing history. You know, I, I think we mentioned in the introduction. I mean, you, you guys go all the way back to. Uh, 1994. I thought, you know, maybe we can go back to the beginning, Richard. You can talk about, you know, the the evolution of Celebrate. Yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, we uh, we started. I founded the company in 1994. Uh, mm-hmm. So we are we just celebrated our 26th uh, year in business. That's great. Congratulations. I tell you, every, every every single year it gets better and better and better. So uh, I grew up at a very young age. Uh, my parents had a preschool, and I watched them uh, run the preschool. Wow. Uh, once I graduated from high school, I uh, I knew that I wasn't going to go the college uh, route, so uh, right. I got right into business, and it wasn't in the preschool business. It was actually mm-hmm. into the bakery business, so uh, I was distributing bakery products at a very young age, and from there, I got into uh, um, purchasing townhouses and, and apartments, and then I opened a town, town, tanning and nail salon. Wow. And then in 1994, I uh, I guess my parents felt as if I was ready to uh, to own my own school and build my own mm-hmm. school. So in 1994, uh, we opened our first school uh, in 1994. That's great. It's a great story. It was kind of like it was almost like your destiny, wasn't it, Richard? I mean, you were kind of destined I, to <laughs> to do this. Yeah, I, I I feel that way. You know, and after we opened the first school in 1994, I said, okay, this is this is cool. The first school was extremely successful um, with the uh, mentorship and the guidance of my parents, um, having owned their own preschool before. And then in 1996, we opened our second uh, location. And at that point, Marty, I knew that this is really what I really wanted to yeah. uh, dedicate my life to and focus on. And That's I've been great. doing it ever since. That's fantastic. You know, and you know, you're doing it 26 years now, Richard, you know, and I've always learned, you know, in, in studying entrepreneurship, they always say something about there's something special about the 25 year mile mark, you know, hmm. as, as they say that, you know, not many businesses, interesting enough, you know, that we've had on the show have, have even been around that long, you know, so for you to wow. say that you've been doing this now 26 years. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a real milestone. And, and you didn't franchise right away either, Richard, which I thought was interesting. You know, when I was looking at the history, you know, it seems to me that you really, 
you know, you, you probably got this down to a system. You built a bit of a brand because you built in your particular area. Um, exactly. How did you know then? Like, I mean, I guess you were ready to, to, to franchise. Did, did people start coming to you or how did that work? People always believed that we were franchised. I mean, they they would wow. say, you know, what do you do? And I would say, you know, I I run I run celebrity schools, and they're like, which right. one? I'm like, uh, all of them. And they're like, wow. I always thought wow. that that the brand was a franchise concept. Right. But but last March, you know, we, we as you mentioned, after 26 years, we know how to find the right locations. We yeah. know how to operate very successfully. Uh, and then last March, I, w- I was thinking, you know, I'm, I just turned 53 years old, and I thought oh. I could wake up at the age of 60, and I could sit back and say that was really fun and exciting of opening right. three schools a year. And I said, you know, I, I want to give this opportunity to others that, you yeah. know, this is basically the same opportunity that my parents gave to me, right. which was to introduce them to, which I believe is an amazing business Um and so back in March, we decided that we were going to start franchising. And, uh, That's and terrific. first year, we sold uh, seven, uh, seven schools. This wow. year, we'll sell another 20. Um, so in two years, we are, we are off and running. Um, we're currently in nine states, uh, mm-hmm. Maryland, Virginia, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania. Wow. Uh, we're going into the Carolinas in uh, next year, 2021, and uh, Ohio. So... Um, it's amazing. It's just so rewarding to me to to see these families searching yeah. for you know for them to own their own business, as you mentioned, but right. but, but in a business that I think is just so rewarding and meaningful. That's wonderful. Maybe you could talk about um, the model, uh, Richard. Like you know, if you were meeting with let's say a prospective franchisee, you know they they might be interested in in, in buying into a, a celebrity school. Um, how do you typically describe the model to them? So our schools are right around 10,000 square feet, uh, 10 mm-hmm. classrooms, and that'll be about 150 children uh, that's went in one of our celebrity schools. And you know, I say we're we're in we're in the infant and toddler uh, programs, we, we right. have preschool programs and school age programs. So um, really, the concept is, and it's been around for a long time, is that yeah. we're just helping these children meet these developmental milestones at their age, mm-hmm. which really all helps prepare these little ones to be prepared to enter into kindergarten. Um, and and, and you know, so that's from the child's perspective, but right. and as a, as a family, but you know, these parents, they, they, most of our parents or families are, are dual income um, family workers. So, you know, they have to go to work. So if they mm-hmm. pick a celebrity school and, and, and have their children in a, environment that's that uh, you know protects educates and nurtures yeah. them um and they that's that's our that is our family that's our typical client it's it's such a big decision for a family too isn't it richard i mean you know you've been doing this such a long time i mean i remember when my son was you know three years old and we were looking for like a preschool for him you know i mean it was like almost like we were looking for like a college you know i mean exactly. it was terrifying you know so, so to have baby, that, right i mean <laughs> exactly it's, it's that, your baby you know baby. And, and it is yeah. it's terrifying for, for for parents you know and, and, and you know you you've you've seen that a million times up to this point it's, it's interesting I, i'm curious if you even like keep count of how many um children you've actually served or how many students oh, you've had wow. up to this point, Richard, it's probably, I always remember McDonald's used to have like, you know, million burgers served or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like you 11 billion served. 
Exactly, right. exactly. You know, it, it, it would be interesting, you know, that because that, you've been doing it such a long time now. And, and you know, your industry, um, you, you know, I, I mean, I'm always asked, you know, what industry to, to, to look towards. And I always point people in, in your direction because, I mean, it, it's just such a, a big industry. It's a growing industry. Uh, do, do you have any numbers on the industry? Or I guess it's safe to say it's big, isn't it? It's around fifty. It's around fifty-four billion right now. Wow, that's but, big. But, but back to your point, this industry again. I've 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 been doing this for over twenty-six years. It mm-hmm. keeps getting better and better. As you know, yeah. it used to be that this these schools were just a place where where parents needed to place their children because both mom and dad worked. But mm-hmm. now, as we understand the importance of early education, and that you know ninety-five percent right. of the of a child's brain is already developed by the age of five. You know, right. there are so many states that are really, and parents that are now starting to realize this. And whether mm-hmm. mom and dad both have to work or not, they're mm-hmm. valuing, you know, early education for their children. Because sure. I, I have five children. My wife and I have five children, and wow. we could see the impact that it has on a child when they enter kindergarten for those right. children that have been in a high quality preschool program versus those children that have not and it's 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 a huge difference you kind of hit on some of them for my next question, Richard, but I mean, and I'm sure you get the question, you know, particularly when you're meeting with a prospective franchisee, but, you know, what makes celebrity schools different from, you know, others in this space? Because, of course, you know, there's there's other companies out there. Um, how, do you, how do you typically answer the question? Our, our biggest difference, and I, you'd mentioned in your opening, is that, you know, we grow people big and small. Mm-hmm. Here, here at Celebrate, I mean, we have put a huge emphasis on growing our team so for and, and inspire our team. I, the, the last thing that I wanted, and it, it kind of happened to me, is that our franchisees would, would join our system, open their school, their school becomes mm-hmm. wildly successful, and then they are, are, are trying to figure out, okay, now what do I do? Right and I, right, and I never wanted that to happen with one of our franchisees or any of our right. leaders. Wow. So what I mean by we grow people big and small, if we focus on the on the big part, is that every single person has an individual growth plan, and and that that so when they come in to celebrate, we work. What do you want to do? And when you come right. in to celebrate, if you want to be an assistant teacher, we have a career path that can take you all the way up to owning your own celebrity school. And, wow. and that's a real, and that's a, and that is real. That's a real path. And we've had three directors of schools, celebrity schools, that that now are franchisees uh, and own their own schools. So wow. that's what makes the difference. That's why people want to uh, own a celebrity school, because as a, as a franchisee, they can give these young men and young ladies the gift of, right. of, of growing them into a career that that it's their it's it's their path, right? It's, it's not sure. our path. It's they, they get to dictate it, and we get the we get the chance to help them uh, achieve those goals. And that that's really why we even started franchising was was to right. help these families achieve a, a goal that they have set for their family, whether it's wealth or or legacy or or giving back to their community. Um, they just use the celebrity school as a tool to uh, to accomplish those goals. Wow. What a great way to qualify franchisees, too, as well, Richard, right? I mean, these are people who've worked, you know, with Celebrity for years, you know what I mean? And you're developing them, you know. It, it, it's, I remember many years ago, we, we had a, 
someone that worked at a McDonald's, you know, and at mm-hmm. some point she ended up owning a McDonald's and I think she ended up owning like three or something like that, you know, <laughs> but I think, I think it's, it's very clever. You know what I mean? It, it's very wise to, to, um, you know, to, to use that type of model, you know, as, as you said, big yeah. and small, it makes sense. The, one of the themes, Richard, on, on the show, since, and as you know, because I, I know you've probably talked about this in the past, but, you know, mm-hmm. since March, it always seems like, you know, COVID seems to, to, to come up, you know. Um, and I've read that, you know, Celebrity School continues to grow in the face of COVID-19. How have you had to adapt and remain successful during the pandemic? You know, right up front, we we decided that we were not going to close, and I think mm-hmm. that was the that That's was great. the major decision that we yeah. were not going to close any of our schools. Um, we've never closed a school, even during pandemic or prior to to, uh, to COVID. We've never closed a school, and we've never relocated a, a school. That's great. So, I think that's important, but you know, yeah. we knew that our we're celebrity schools are, are are there to to serve these families, and we knew mm-hmm. that these uh, essential workers uh, needed needed a place for their children to to go. So we right. decided we were not going to close, um, and as and we took care of those essential employees our, and 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 families, and we were deemed essential. Which was kind of cool to see. Um, right. You know, we right. always knew that we were important to, to early education right. and child, child development, but to have these states, you know, kind of um, deem us essential um, was kind of even validated uh, more how important this business is to not only the economy, but also to communities. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so you know, as you can imagine, like a lot of businesses, we were making changes on an hourly and daily basis based on sure. the information that we were gathering from the CDC and, and other other places. But right, um, you know, that we we've managed through it well. Uh, we put all those practices into place that you're now seeing in other industries. We've been doing those practices for for ten months now. Whether it's a, yeah, you know, mo- most industries are doing the temperature checks and a series of questions. In our industry, we call that the kiss and go, where parents mm-hmm. would bring their children to our, our, our schools, and we ask them the questions, take their temperatures, and then right. walk the children back. So um, we've been doing it for a while now. We're, uh, enrollment is definitely uh, headed in the right direction. We're seeing parents actually start to return back to work, and, and the, the we're, we're, I think we have about another 200 children that are coming in between now and the, wow. the first of the year. So we're seeing some good signs. That's terrific. And I think I was at, you know, it's it's one of the themes that or, or lessons that I guess I learned in, in doing the show such a long time, particularly with COVID-19, Richard, is I guess, you know, it's it's great to be part of a franchise system during something like this. You know what I mean? It's like you're not alone, yeah. you know, it, it's you have somebody else you can talk to. Right. I mean, there's somebody else mm-hmm. uh, as, as part of your system, you know, and, and I'm sure that that, you know, you had a lot of meetings and things like that with your franchisees yeah. as far as, you know, what to do or what we're going to do and how to handle the situation. I, I guess where I'm going with this is there's certainly a benefit to franchising, isn't there? Marty, you were, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I, I I could not have done this on my own. Mm. I mean, it was a total yeah. team effort, and it was all hands on deck. And, and it was yeah. it was you know it's like anything else I've never seen before because you know right. this was this wasn't just about decision making. This was about sure. people's personal feelings and, and the way they thought about what was going on right now. And uh, I couldn't have, and, and that's why you know some preschools and some businesses 
didn't survive and won't survive right. because they did not, as you mentioned, they did not have those types of resources to help right. guide them through um, this pandemic. Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's well said. So so what type of characteristics do you look for then, Richard, in, in your franchisees or prospective franchisees? I should say, you know, when you're meeting with them, I'm sure there's certain things that you look for that you know because you've been doing it such a long time that would make sure. them a uh, successful franchisee. What do you look for? Sure. Well, just like myself, the first thing I'd, I'd like to just say is that you do not have to have a degree in early education. Okay. So um, some people believe that. I, I, right. I, I I didn't start with a degree in early education, and I still don't have right. a degree in early education. Right. But what we're looking for is, is you know, for, for, for families and individuals to have a passion to see others succeed and make a difference. And mm-hmm. that really yeah. goes back to what we spoke about is, you know, is the, of these career paths and these individual growth plans to help others succeed no matter where they want to go. Again, as I said, if they want to be an assistant teacher and a teacher to a teacher mm-hmm. to a director or own their own celebrity school, you have to be you you have to find uh, joy in, in doing that, helping others achieve what their goals and dreams are. It sounds like you've developed, you know, whether it was, it was conscious or unconscious, Richard, you know, you've developed a, a culture, too, at Celebrate. You know, it's what I got, you know, in, in studying your, your business model over the last week yep. is, you know, it, it's a family kind of atmosphere is what I get from Celebrate. That's exactly correct. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's so important, isn't it? You know, particularly to your franchisees, particularly in, in these times. And so once you decide, Richard, that, you know, someone you think they're, they're going to be a good fit, you know, they like you, you like them, and they're going to come aboard as a, as a franchisee. And you kind of mentioned some of them, but how does Celebrity School train and prepare your new franchisees? So we want to get started right away. I mean, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. I love it. I mean, we want to, we want to bring them into the family ASAP and make, yeah. and make them feel like family right away. Right. So within the first 30 days, we are going to be out there looking for real estate and helping them mm. choose the right location um, and meet the team. And then from there, we're going to go, you know, in the first three months, we're after the next three months, I should say, we're going to be looking at signing their letter of intent. Uh, and there, then from there, going into helping them uh, negotiate their lease. You know, after 26 years, you forget how much you you don't realize how much knowledge you've you have <laughs> right. in, in right. all. You think of everybody that, knows right? what you know, right? You think right. Exactly. I was just talking to my mom about that the other day. Like after you, you're like, don't you know that? And they're like, how right, would right. I know that? You know, and it's so funny because you know the other day I I, I have four boys and a and a and a, and a daughter and yeah. I told my son the other day I said, well, I'll, you know, make sure you get the invoice and he's you know he's. 18 years old and, and yeah. Marty said what's an invoice and I looked at <laughs> exactly. him and I looked at him and I was like before I before I spoke I said to myself how would he know what an invoice how is? would he know right exactly how would exactly. he know it's like it was it was and I was like and I explained it to him he's like I got it so right. I kind of treat this the same way I mean yeah whether it's finding the, the right location and as I mentioned we've never relocated or closed I mean, I, negotiating the right lease, um, yeah. you know, there's there's so much just in that lease. You know, I believe if you find the right location and and, and negotiate the right lease, you're you're eighty percent there. Wow. Um, and, and then from there we go into architectural and, and construction permitting, 
And then our franchisees uh, coming for 120 hours of, of training. The first 40 hours is online just to get them familiar with the, with the school. The next 40 hours is actually here at our support um, center. And then the other 40 hours is actually on site at one of the celebrity schools. Mm-hmm. And that's very, that's very unique from our competitors. It's normally uh, they right. go right into their own school. We want them right. to spend time in one of our schools and, and really see what the day, you know, what the day in the life of, of, of a right. franchisee of celebrity school is going to look like. Yeah, it's so important. I imagine the location is is difficult too. We we haven't done a show on it in a long time, but I remember ha- having a show. Um, oh God, it was probably about like 13 years ago, Richard, and it was like a location expert. But he was, you know, explaining how difficult it is to find a location for any business. Like the mm-hmm. average person would probably get it wrong, you know. But because you've been right. doing this such a long time now, you know what's going to work or what's not going to work, you know. And I imagine that's very right. critical to your business, as you were saying, isn't it? That, that's 100%. I mean, the, how the, the average person that doesn't have the resources that we have to help them, yeah. they, they have no idea what the demographics are. They don't right. really know what, what right. even demographics we're even looking for sure. to make sure that that school is going to be the right location. Yeah. So you can answer the next question, Richard, because you've been doing it such a long time. But what does a typical day or week look like for uh, a celebrity school franchisee? Yeah, so our schools are open Monday through Friday. Uh, okay. We're not open on the weekend, so we're mm-hmm. open from Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 6.30. So a typical day for a franchisee, is it starts at 6.30, mm-hmm. uh, is, is meeting, greeting uh, the parents and the children as they come through the doors and, and right. also meeting, greeting uh, the teachers that come through the door. We want to make sure that we're, we have that relationship and connection with, yeah. our, with our teachers and our staff and our, our parents and our children. I mean, we want to know if... If uh, if you know one of our children has had a rough day or a rough morning, because mm-hmm. we're going to be helping support that throughout the day, right. and that's also the same for for teachers. We want to know what's going on in their lives, and are they okay, and and how are they doing, so we can yeah. help support them any way we can. So six thirty to nine o'clock is basically the meeting greet, and making sure people are coming into the school mm-hmm. uh, and greeting them, and then from there, the, the the management team, the director, and the franchisee will have a sit down, and they'll talk about the day. They'll talk about uh, what's on their smart action plan. Every single school de- develops a smart action plan, a two-week smart action plan that actually goes into depth of what are we looking to accomplish over the next two right. weeks. Uh, whether it's drive enrollment, do an IGP in a classroom, what, whatever it may be. Uh, and then from there, they go into execution mode. We have a designated um, director on duty. She pretty much is running the school why the other partner is executing on, on the um, smart action plan. As I mentioned, meeting with a teacher, doing a classroom mm-hmm. observation, out in the community, um, doing community events or whatever it may be. And then they come back at, uh, at 1 o'clock, talk about the achievements, and then they prepare for the 3.30 to, to 6.30, which is the reverse of the morning, which is, you know, uh, and have, having parents enter the school, picking up their children, right. checking on their day. Right. That that connection and that relationship is is critical, and, and you know that sure. with, with, with any business. But our business, as you mentioned with your little one, it's even more critical because we're yeah. seeing our client twice a day, five days a week with your most precious right. possession, which is your baby. Right. So of course, that relationship's definitely got to be got to have to has to be strong. 
Oh, absolutely. I think that's well said. So I, I could ask you the next question because, I mean, again, I, I was mentioning, you know, you, you, you have all the characteristics of, of an entrepreneur, Richard. What advice would you give to our listeners? We, we kind of call them aspiring franchipreneurs. You know, most of them have it in their mind. They, yeah. They'd like to get into franchising, but they really don't know where to begin. But from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? You know, I didn't I didn't know it at the time, but I believe that I was the first franchise uh, franchisee of, of my parents. I mean, I could have yeah. never opened that school and been as successful uh, as it has become without my parents' um, yeah. guidance and mentorship. So, you know, and even today, I still I have I think three or four advisory boards. Uh, wow. That I have, I have an advisory board for for the franchising. We have a I have a family advisory board. So um, you know, I think it's just franchising is an is an absolutely um, better way. I think to mm-hmm. try to do it on your own because you, right. you're, you want to you want to go where where those where we've already been. And I think that right. there's so much value in in, in having that education um, before yeah. those mistakes are made. Yeah, I think that's well said. So. I could also ask you the next question, you know, as, as the founder of, of the company, I mean, where do you yeah. see Celebri? I mean, if you can look into a crystal ball, Richard, maybe three years, yeah. five years down the road, where, where do you see the organization? Yeah. Well, as, you, as you, I know, our mission is, is to empower franchisees to, to, you know, achieve their personal and financial goals. So mm-hmm. with that said, we have, we have um, by 2025, we want to have 100 schools um, in, the, in these wow. nine states. That's great. And, and currently, we have forty-seven. We have forty-seven schools that are either open or under development right now. So we are well right. on our way to to achieving that goal. That's terrific. What, what's the best way, Richard, for our listeners to get more information on Celebrity? Of course, there's the franchise opportunity, but even even the service itself. Are there any like websites you can kind of um, yeah, direct but, our listeners to? You know, they can go to Celebrity.com, which is C-E-L-E-B-R-E-E.com, or, or okay. just shoot me an email directly, which is at rhuffman, H-U-F-F-M-A-N.com. That's terrific. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you today, Richard. And I'd really like to invite you back, you know, over the next year or two as you continue to grow, because I, I think this Celebrity is a wonderful franchise opportunity. Thank you, Marty. This has been my pleasure, Richard. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchipreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers, are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? For over eight years, Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. 
Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. For each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. And today's podcast is being sponsored by Diamond Financial Services. And Diamond Financial is the nation's number one source for business loans with over 50 years of combined experience and established relationships. Financing solutions can be applied to business acquisitions, franchise purchasing or startups, building and leasehold improvements or expansions, equipment purchases, debt restructuring, working capital, franchise fees, or simply the buying out of partners. And if you want more information on Diamond Financial Services, you can click their logo right on our show page of this podcast. Today's great quote in franchising is by Dr. Robert Needham of Franchise Inc. And Dr. Robert Needham is also a franchise author. And we had him on our show. It was about a month ago. And typically on the show, we'll ask... What advice would you give to an aspiring entrepreneur looking to buy a franchise? And I thought his answer was brilliant, so here we go. Another question we'd like to ask someone like yourself, Dr. Needham, is what advice would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Well, you know, first of all, it's interesting. I believe they have to first find out who they are, meaning are they they prepared to to work with employees. If not, then they, they don't need to be buying a business that's going to have a lot of employees. They need to be in a business that's maybe just them or maybe one or two others. Right. Um, once they do that, they really need to decide what it is they want this business to do. You know, we have a lot of people call us and say, you know, my wife's a great cook. I want to run a restaurant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, uh, but there's, that, there's, a, there's a big gap between being a great cook and, and being a restaurateur. Right. And so what we do is we try to find out what they really, you know, the old uh, saying, I believe, uh, you know, I don't know who actually gets credit for originally quoting, it's certainly not me, but the old saying that people don't buy drills because they want drills, they buy drills because they want holes. That's right, yeah. What we try to do is find out what is it that they really want, and the franchise is just the vehicle to get them to their dream. So often when we're talking with them, we find out that it's freedom or financial independence, which, you know, is really freedom still. Uh, and they really want to be able to control their own destiny or some of those kind of things. So then we start looking at the business, and we start explaining the business from that direction, and it's really independent of what the business does because there is no perfect business, as you know. Uh, every business has something that's not great about it, and every business has something that's super fantastic about it. And we try to help them understand those various things. That's interesting. We had a couple guests a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Needham, uh, from uh, Fish Window Cleaning. There was two young gentlemen. They worked for uh, Enterprise Rent-A-Car for many years, and they were very frustrated. They were working 50, 60 hours a week, I think it was, Don, they were mentioning. And uh, they were surprised at first. They ended up in the the window cleaning business. They, They said in a million years they never imagined buying that kind of franchise. But it's just match what they were looking to do you know they just wanted uh flexible hours where they can get home early and uh, uh spend weekends with their family and things like that you know right they so, did a, a lot of due diligence and right. a lot of questions and um and points of what they wanted in a franchise system and that met most or maybe all of what they were looking for right and they're very and, happy now you know so uh but yeah it was just interesting they never pictured it in a million years one of our top female consultants uh, was a uh, regional. Love that quote from Dr. Needham. Uh, it's a famous quote: it's, "People don't buy drills because they need a drill. People buy a drill because they need a hole." And you know the same thing applies to franchising. People don't buy a franchise simply to buy a franchise. People buy a franchise as a means to an end, where they want more uh, freedom or they want to spend more time with their family. So 
once again, another great quote in franchising. So, again, we hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast. And once again, we'd love to hear your feedback. And uh, we'll see you again soon for another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising by Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.